Good evening, students, and welcome to our second session of our special edition podcast from Mr. Marshall's virtual classroom. And um, as I said in the first podcast, I'm breaking this up into different classes uh, for a couple different reasons. Uh, because, first of all, I'm not technically savvy enough to uh, put all these together in one thing, and it's taken me forever as it is. And... Um, and so what I've done is I am going to talk briefly about each of these things, these great little clips that we've created, and then I'm just going to let them go, and they'll play for about 10, 15 minutes. So first of all, uh, I'm really impressed with, with what the class has produced, and this is now block E, and I, I think that everything is exceptional. And so what I've done is I have taken uh, chunks out of uh, the entire class, out of selections. I've made selections from about everybody's, and I've included an entire um, larger chunks from other ones. So give a listen. Listen closely. Let me just run down basically some of these things so that you understand what you're hearing. First of all, the first one is a public service announcement for the Underground Railroad. And this is really good and interesting. The voices are phenomenal. The second one is an ad for, um, such as what you would hear about propositions around voting time. That one is specifically on the amendments. And mainly uh, the, uh, the 14th Amendment, I believe. <clears throat> the next one is a short little discussion uh, require, uh, about... About Fred, Frederick Douglass, and then there's this interesting little clip with some funny voices. Uh, and I believe the the situation is a teacher-student, and the teacher is explaining the Fugitive Slave Act. Finally, we have a debate on the North versus the South, and this is a really interesting one. So I urge you to listen closely. And finally, we have a an interesting situation where we have a pair of people, one from the north, one from the south, trying to convince a new immigrant on um, where they should be living. And uh, there's some great satire in that one as well. So listen closely and enjoy. This is a public service announcement. All you slaves out there who are sick and tired of being abused at work, there's a new trend spreading across the country. There's hope for freedom. And sorry all you fans of violence, we're not looking for a new Nat Turner. This ain't no revolt. This is a highly organized, high-speed railroad track to freedom. We're even backed by the outspoken Willie G and Fred D. So don't be nervous. Take the Underground Railroad. Hey, y'all. This is Harriet, your main conductor. Like my man said, take the track. If you don't, you're whack. There'll be no working, no sweating, and no beatings, because you will be free. Uh-oh. Here comes my old master. Are you talking about freeing them slaves again? You're killing me, Harriet! I want you. You want me? I want you. You want me? I want you to vote for the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment. I'll ensure equality and fairness and I'll ensure stability, as well as a bright future for the United States of America. The 13th Amendment is in order to abolish slavery and involuntary servitude. Congress may have passed this amendment, but we still need your support in order for it to have total effect. Just imagine, if only the 13th Amendment had been put into effect just weeks sooner. Young Billy Bob Joe, age 12, residing in rural Georgia, would still have his use of his right hand. 
and would not have lost in the free cotton gin accident that we all read about in last week's Sunday paper. The 14th Amendment requires states to grant citizenship to all persons born or naturalized in the United States, and it promises equal protection of laws. With this amendment, the freedmen will be protected against the KKK. How would you feel knowing that your fellow neighbors secretly wish to burn your property down? Would you be able to sleep at night? I think not. Didn't Frederick Douglass escape from slavery too? What is his story? Frederick Douglass is very open about his accomplishments. Do you remember his speech that he said in Massachusetts about the horrors of slavery? He's a great public speaker. He encouraged us to fight for the Union. He even fights for women's rights. Wow, that is incredible for an African American of this day to accomplish so many things. What was the Fugitive Slave Act? It said it was wrong to help slaves get to freedom. But what about the slaves who, who already escaped? They could now be arrested. How sad! Hello, and welcome to the first North and South debate of 1860. From the North, we have Daniel Webster, and from the South, we have John C. Calhoun. Welcome, gentlemen. I'm honored to be here. Thank you, sir. It's good to be here with y'all. Since the Missouri Compromise, which has been more important, the interest of the nation as a whole or the interest of each individual state? Um, as Northerners, we are somewhat divided on this issue, but we remain united under one national government. Your response, Calhoun? States' rights are more important than national rights. We should be able to think for ourselves and not let any national government control us, y'all. Oh, that's interesting. So, how has the North progressed along with the Industrial Revolution? We have become more urbanized and industrialized, and we've prospered tremendously. The South may have their cotton gin, but we have better means of communication, which include a network of roads, canals to ship goods, railroads, and the telegraph, which was most advantageous. You must be so proud. And you, Mr. Calhoun? Well, the South has kept its natural and beautiful setting. We enjoy being agricultural, and our slaves help us. You disgust me. Sir, please do not interrupt when Mr. Webster is talking. Uh, I'm sorry. I just get so frustrated on the subject of slavery. It's absolutely inhumane. Who are y'all to talk? Y'all treat them the same as we do, only y'all's Negroes are just free. Gentlemen, please behave yourselves. Again, I apologize for my outburst. Y'all started it. <clears throat> so, how do you feel about the compromise from 10 years ago, Mr. Webster? I was glad that California came into our country as a free state, but I was completely appalled by the Fugitive Slave Act. What is it that upsets you so much about it? It shouldn't be a federal crime to help a fellow human being. But them slaves are just property. I have a right to claim what belongs to me. Now don't y'all try to take my rights away from me. <sighs> Moving right along now, um, Mr. Calhoun, how do you feel about the Judge Scott decision? It just proves my point that as a slaveholder, my property rights are protected under the Fifth Amendment, y'all. The only good thing that came out of this decision was that Kansas became admitted as a free state shortly after. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for your time, gentlemen. What are you talking about? We all are nice folks. We can find a job. There's plenty of jobs up here. We have factories and mills. We make clothes for you to wear. There's good pay also. You don't want to work in the factories. You can't even experience the sunlight or the cool breeze. You want to work in the fields. There will be the others working with you, which is a great way to meet new people. Yeah, 
if you want to be a slave. Oh, then I want to work in a factory. Factories? Do you want to be cooped up in a building all day, working from the crack of dawn until late at night? All this intensive labor in some nasty factory for almost nothing? Oh, I don't know anymore. Oh, and did you say healthcare? Please, we all know that's a load of... Them tenements they have you living in there are plain disgusting. They're cramped, barely enough room to fit your body. And those places are crawling with disease. When you get sick, you're on your own. Them federalists don't care nothing about people, just their precious central government. Excuse me? Who do you think you are criticizing the Union? We all know that a central government is the best choice for our country. State power will only separate us. Then there will be no unity. If the states have more power, then people are more fairly represented. We fight for what the people want.